0: Hello and welcome to the Daily Bible Reading Show. We're looking at Psalm 3 today. So let me pray. Psalm 3. Heavenly Father, help us to learn from this psalm, to be comforted, encouraged, and to find Jesus in the psalm. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Psalm 3. A psalm of David when he fled from his son Absalom. So sad. He's running away from his own son. Uh, verse 1, O Lord, how many are my foes? How many rise up against me? Keep hearing that, how many? So many (laughs) many people are against me who are, you know, who hate him, who want to kill him, I guess. Verse 2, many are saying of me, God will not deliver him. So it's not just that they're chasing him, but they're discouraging him. All of them are saying, you know, God has either abandoned him or, you know, God's not going to help him this time. And then there's this musical note, Salah. Salah is this like musical note. This is a song, so Salah means like a pause or some kind of musical notation. Verse 3, But you are a shield around me, O Lord. You bestow glory on me and lift up my head. To the Lord I cry aloud, and he answers me from his holy hill. Salah. (laughs) I love how instinctive it is for David to pray. No, he, he sees the enemies, he hears their discouragements. But he says, To the Lord I cry out. It's almost instinctive. When people are discouraging you from praying, you pray. <laughs> when people are telling you that God won't help you, you call out to God for help even more. And it says there that God answers me. It says there from his holy hill. Remembering that, you know, um, uh, Jerusalem, the temple was on a hill, this mountain. Uh, it's meaning that david is praying to god in a context of worship. So imagine you go to church and you're worshiping god or even if you know you're praying to god and you're just clouded with all this depression and worry it causes you to pray even more, worship him even more and god actually answers you, you know, answers you in that context of worship and praise and reverence towards god. That that's counterintuitive because, uh, number one, you wouldn't want to pray, and you wouldn't think that God would want to answer. They are saying God won't answer him, won't help him. But it's precisely, it, it, interesting, it's precisely in the situations when we are despairing, everyone's saying not, God's not going to answer, we don't feel like praying, that actually that's the time when God answers, God does something, and God makes himself real. It, it, isn't that something? Isn't it? Yeah, I, I think, I think that, that's amazing. Verse 5, I lie down and I sleep. (laughs) Interesting, right in the middle of this psalm, he says, I'm going to fang And the ability to do that, to sleep in the midst of all your worries and all these unresolved tensions. I think it says a lot about trust in God. You know, I'm able to rest. And he says, I wake up again because the Lord sustains me. You know if ever you're able to even let's just, just get some shut eye and sometimes that's what people say right you know you're stressed out oh i can't deal with this you know just just try to get some rest you know it's it's not just that the rest will help you with the worry it might but that god enables you to have that rest and people say that god, god please just help me to trust in you and such a way that i can fun calm today i can sleep today and then i'll wake up again because you caused me to wake up again that is such an expression of trust and love and reliance in God who helps it out of whatever trouble and worry and, and situation we're in. Verse 6, I will not fear the tens of thousands drawn up against me on every side. And I think that's why he doesn't fear anymore. I mean, it's him waking up from that sleeve and being refreshed in God's you know sustenance and God's goodness and just being reminded again that God is his God. Verse 7, Arise O Lord, deliver me O my God, strike all my enemies on the jaw, <laughs> break the teeth of the wicked. <laughs> As if you imagine this God's fist coming around and <laughs> you know smashing the jaw of the enemy. Meaning it's kind of like a personal response from God on his behalf. He isn't the one doing the punching. He isn't the one taking revenge, but he's calling God, help me please. And God responds in this very personal uh, form of judgment, but in protecting his, his anointed one. This is his king. He is the one who calls to him and trusts in him in the midst of this peril and danger. From the Lord comes deliverance or salvation. May your blessing be on your people. Salah. And it's towards the end, you know, may your blessing be on your people. You know, that David is almost saying, hey, you, you can trust in God this way as well. You know, it's, it's meant to be an example. It's meant to be a call to praise that, you know, God, please bless them, not just me, but that, that they might look upon your salvation of me, your, your deliverance, you know, your destruction of my enemies. And again, David is speaking from the perspective of a king. Uh, that you know his people would continue to trust in the same god uh, what do we learn from this um, well maybe maybe you know even the king <laughs> faces the situation of doubt and despair you know and how much more of us you know we will face situations when we will be surrounded by insurmounted, insurmountable odds you know verse 6 tens of thousands, (laughs) insurmountable odds. What do we do then? Well, it's not just that we then call out to God, but we look to this king. And for us, it's looking towards our king, looking towards Jesus, when he was surrounded by his enemies. And that's the proper context of the gospel, I guess. During his time of despair, you know, it was God who delivered him, You know god delivered him from death on the cross and god was faithful to him and because god did that for jesus we know that god will do that for us because jesus was able to trust god in the midst of insurmountable odds of all the enemies even his friends abandoning him you know if we were to encounter even a portion of that kind of uh, despair and trial know we can we can look to the example of jesus we can look to his trust and maybe it reminds us that we too we too can trust in god however imperfectly and know that he will respond with judgment but also salvation um i i know that um i know i i want to end here but I, i know that some people you know it may not be like physical enemies I was listening today to a podcast about how real depression and just that tension in your minds and your hearts can be, that those times of darkness. Um, and um, and one piece of advice I heard today, it was this interview with Heidi Kwa on a podcast. And she said, you know, don't wait until things get really bad before you call out to help. Call out for help. And I think that's such good advice. And, you know, um, verse four again, to the Lord, I cry, and the word there, aloud. <laughs> maybe voice your prayers. You know, um, it's one thing to just close your eyes and just speak to God, but why not try speaking aloud to God and maybe, maybe hearing His response aloud from His Word here in Psalm chapter 3. Um, let, me, let me do that right now. Let me pray for you. Uh, and I'll pray in a very simple prayer. Um, Heavenly Father, Uh, we just can't take it anymore. Uh, It just seems so overwhelming and um, we just want to be able to sleep tonight. But just before that, we want to cry to you aloud. The same way that Jesus cried to you aloud, even on the cross, and poured out His Spirit to you, we want to do that to you. Um, not, Not holding anything back, but knowing that you hear us and trusting that you can help us so please please do that please be our help please be our deliverance and please be our hope in this situation that we cannot get ourselves out of but you being our god and being our father you know yeah you've you've put us here you know you're in control and you're able to deliver us out of this situation so please do that we pray this in jesus name Amen. Amen.